would like a lollipop. Welcome to That's Bollocks podcast with me, Adam, and the competitors in today's arena, which are Brad and Tom. Yo. Hello. Uh, where we have a little competition every week, so I give them a task, a subject matter, and their single job is to make the petty stories, the petty gripes about those where we will then elect a winner to be the president of the next episode, of which they get full control and can do whatever they want. Of which I will be eventually. How are you two today? I'm good. I'm going to host this one day. One of these days. Yes, you you are on a losing streak. You, you will end it at some point. I just, I guess I don't get mad very easy. Like, you know, I'm just a peaceful guy. Either that or you're shit at coming up with ideas. True. <laughs> Fighting talk's already started. Yeah, we, we're at each other's throats here. It's a competition. <laughs> but just to, like, warm everyone up um, nicely, get the juices flowing, we always start with just little things that have annoyed us this week. Um, so, for me, I'm going back to the football manager the dreaded football manager, where in season one, I talked about a player called Blair Henderson, who oh, refused yeah. to come to my team, which is based in England, and he is based in Scotland, because he's scared about learning a new language. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Blair, if you're listening. But um, this is like part he, two. He won't understand, man. He'd have to learn a new language. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is part two. So, um, well, he's just been away. Um, I've had the weekend to play the game. And we've been doing really well. Um, we're already promoted from the league. We've got four games to go. And that's where my dilemma comes in. So, for whatever reason, and I don't know why, but it, one of my longest-serving players said he wanted to leave. So, like, you know, to keep harmony in the dressing room. I said, yeah, that's fine. If you don't want to play, I'll let you go. Sure. Um, so we held a team meeting. And Brad probably is aware of this because we were on voice call at the same time listening to the Johnny Depp trial as I was going through this trauma. And I let this player go. So he, he went to Shrewsbury on a free transfer. So I was like, all right, good luck. All the best. And he was like, thank you very much. And then fucking rioting in my virtual dressing room as every single player fucking complained that I let him go. Ooh. Like, I am not joking. I had 40-odd messages in my inbox from all the players sit wanting a meeting to say, I'm not happy that you let him go. Jesus. Well, he fucking wanted to go. What do you want from me? Me just go, no. Slavery. <laughs> I think, um, like, we always talk about trying to have the pettiest stories on this podcast. Mm-hmm. You comparing the uh, issue of some of your digital players having a go at you to an actual lawsuit <laughs> about actu- actual abuse is the pettiest thing I think I've ever ever heard it does kind of trivialize the whole thing <laughs> when you're like we'll listen to the trial while well, i went through this trauma christ i think i think the words have been a little bit twisted there so if i may i'm, I'm gonna jump in with my petty gripe <laughs> i don't think i think adam needs to explain himself yeah i'm not allowed to fucking defend I'll, myself I'll, I'll, apparently. I'll, I'll, I'll to save you all right go on. I, no, you didn't you didn't directly compare it but it was the fact that you used trauma in the same sentence as we were watching the johnny depp trial oh my god I didn't mean it in that way. I fully appreciate there are worse things. However, I am allowed to be petty, am I not, Mr. Petty Dictionary Man? (laughs) Who fucking... So Tom will testify before this episode that Brad literally got the dictionary definition of petty out for us. Oh, yeah. Like fucking lecturer that he is. It wasn't for you. It was because I wanted to double check what it was. Because I I felt like in the previous episode, I'd lost the description of petty and was just listening to people complain about things that may or may not have been petty. So I was like, I want to know for sure so that the next time we get into a podcast, I have a better idea of what it is. 
And I've read it out loud because we're in a call and I was just saying what I was doing. I wasn't educating you guys. I wasn't trying to reaffirm in your minds. I wasn't mm. talking to Adam like this is what you have to judge by. I was reading it for me. Objection. You were being dictionary bred, which you were called in episode mm. one. It's true. Overruled. <laughs> anyway, right. Weekly gripes. All right, in my audition last week, they, uh, you know, watched me sing and do a monologue and whatever. But it was a new musical director that I'd never worked with before. And she was giving me some, I think what she thought was helpful advice. I thought you were going to say the fuck I then. (laughs) (laughs) She was not. She was looking you up and down like, yeah, I want to take a ride on that. Go for a Kirk ride. Have a go on the Kirk slide. (laughs) The Kirk slide. (laughs) I forget which school she works at, but she is a professional vocal coach in London. And she was saying, like, okay, when you were singing, it was okay. Like, you, you, because I was singing a song that was kind of higher up here ish. And I was singing, like, I was talking over to It's like, okay, but yes, when you, but when you're talking down here, it puts a strain on the vocal cord. So you don't want to strain it down here. As if, like, okay, your singing is fine. But when you're talking, it's like you're putting a strain on your vocal cords. You know, to get the one pair or whatever. Like, it, essentially, the crux of the story is she thought I was putting on my talking voice. <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought you were. Well, yeah, but you you get used to it and you realize quickly the fact that it's not. But she said, "Okay, your singing voice is lovely, and you know your monologue was sound." So my monologue was up here. I was saying a sentence; it was out here. Like, yeah, fair. And then I got back to it, like, okay, so how was that? Or, uh, like, oh yeah, no, it was good, but the vocal folds are only so going, and if you put them down here, it's like, she tried to do a low voice similar to mine. <laughs> she was basically saying that as a vocal coach, it can do damage if you force your voice to be too low, as if that's what I'm doing. Maybe the, maybe she's right, like, this entire time we've known you, maybe you've just been faking it. It's the longest con in the world. I'm going to come out in, like, years' time, and it's like, <laughs> hey, con- you guys, fuckers! <laughs> but for what reason? It's so that it's so that like you can call us as other people at some oh, point. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Uh... Again, that's why it never bothers me when people don't always know it's my real voice in the first place. But like, I've had it seven times off of one drunken woman once. <laughs> like, people come up to me, but it's not, it's not your real voice, is it? It's like, yeah. And then people around me say, yeah, no, it is. We've known for years. It's like, okay. But she was like, okay. And then she came up like ten minutes, like, not your real voice, is it? Like, it still is. Yep, from ten minutes ago. Seven times she asked. She was battered. I never mind if people think you're putting it on, but... I'd really wish you were four feet tall. Oh, me too. I would bang my head so much less often. But then I wouldn't be able to see good at gigs, so I guess swings around a bit. It would be so funny if your voice was coming out of someone who was four feet tall. (laughs) Right, I... Tom, I... Mm -hmm. You know what? Your story, fine. You know, Mm -hmm. a little bit annoying. I'm... get, Get ready for me to destroy everything we've talked about so far this season. Okay. With... The my petty gripe for the week. Uh, I am holding it right now in my hand, a little glass bottle with some salt in it. Okay, the secret salt. <laughs> uh, this is the salt I keep on my desk because Gary tries to steal it all. Well, I mean, I, let me paraphrase that because that's technically true. Gary uses the the salt when he cooks, and I like sprinkling salt on my food. So in order to not steal the kitchen salt. I've got a little jar, a little jar, sorry, a little bottle of salt that I keep in my desk so that I can sprinkle out my food. I won't take it out of the kitchen. He doesn't need to keep asking me for the salt, for the salt, right? I was looking at this salt on my desk earlier this week, and I noticed that the inside of the bottle has, like, a slight bit of 
uh, like warpedness to it. Mm. So that when you look at it head on, one side of the salt is straight and the other side looks slightly curved inwards. And that means that it's not like a perfect shape. And it really bugs me. Why is my little jar, my little bottle, not perfect? You're really going to help me because curved inwards, not a perfect shape. I, I, I'm going to send you guys a picture and you'll see what I'm talking about. You have to get at the right angle to notice. No, but, but it was just... more the little angle weird. It, it was a penis analogy. Is what no, no, it's not. Just don't, don't belittle my salt story with your dirtiness. You look at the... Look at that picture. You look at that picture and you tell me that it's not slightly wrong. Look at the sides. Brad, stop sending me dick pics while we're recording. It's distracting. One side warps in. Like, it's, there's, a, there's too much glass on one side. I know, but there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's the motion in the ocean, man. I don't think you are quite appreciating how annoyed it makes me that my little purple glass bottle isn't perfect. Okay. Look at the picture and you tell me that that doesn't look shit. As I am referee, I can't make any comments at this time. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is kind of garbage. Yeah. Like, for some reason, one side's thicker than the other, and it makes the salt look weird. So I have to have it facing at me at a certain angle. Because if I face it any other way, it looks weird. I thought you were holding that at an angle, and then I zoomed in, and it's like, nope, that's just some thick glass for some reason. Yeah, thick glass on one side, and really thin on the other. Which means that, yeah, I, I have to be careful when I put it back, because I want it to face me the right way. Are you going to post this on your Twitter the day the episode comes out, which is today? <laughs> Maybe. Well, well, check his Twitter just in case, folks. It's in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 my petty gripe for the week. That my my little the little bottle on my desk is slightly not the right shape. I've got one question about this salt. Okay, okay. So I, you know, I do believe the story that you don't want Gary to have to keep coming and asking for salt. So you've got your own little stash, and he's got his in the kitchen. I get that. Well, the one of the kitchens for both of us when we come yeah, yeah, and carry yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, I appreciate that. This little jar of salt that you have in this photo. Yeah. Is the salt from a fucking orbiting comet nearby that a man climbed upon when he was in space and you know chipped away at this salt for it to be brought down to earth and deposited in your live in your bedroom, sorry, where we always have an ongoing joke about that you have special rare seasonings. Is this salt from space is my question. I mean, technically all salts from space. Good answer. That is a strong answer. <laughs> Ten out We're all made of stardust, Adam. Right, I can I can uh, tell you the points up from the stories as I'm counting both of these towards your accumulative scores. Mm-hmm. So, moving on to the actual juice of the discussion today, and I have a topic in mind of which I will reveal imminently, um, and I will then tell you my gripe about said topic to give you guys thinking time. Okay. I want to know, what are injustices from your childhood that you are still willing to double down was bullshit right here, right now? Ooh. I want to know about petty things that happened to you as a child that 20-odd years later you still go, that is fucking bullshit. And you don't see as an adult now going, I was just like a little petulant child then or, or something. Something that you still will go bullshit on. Okay. And I will open with this. So it's it's well known at the dentist that, you know, when you have your procedure as a child, you get either a lollipop or a sticker to say, well done, you've survived this procedure. <laughs> you've survived. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's the best bit of going to the dentist is knowing that you get a reward at the end of it. Is surviving. Yeah. 
So my practice used to be owned by an Irish lady. She was called Greta, which ironically is what one of my cousins is now called, but they're not related. And well, <laughs> Why is that was, relevant to the story? I'm just I'm just painting the background, Brad. It's my background <laughs> to paint. Okay, I'm sorry. So we had this Irish lady called Greta, and I, as a child, used to be terrified of two things, and that was the dentist and the hairdressers. Like, I used to fucking scream the house down when I was then having my hair cut. And then in the dentist, I had a bad experience where she nipped my gums once. I started bleeding. I started panicking. But after that, she was really good. She was really good, really good practice. And every time I used to go and see her, she knew and, you know, knew things to keep me calm. And then at the end, I got a lollipop and a sticker. And I remember going in one day and she said that she was selling the place and they were getting some new, like, a new dental team in. So I was really sad. So that last procedure was nice. And we said goodbye. And I remember going back, you know, the next time and my mum rung ahead to say Adam's really nervous because obviously it's going to be a new dentist and he was, you know, I had to have Greta last time. I couldn't have another dentist. It had to be her because she made me feel calm. Yeah, calm. Yeah. And we went to this new practice and I had this bloke and I can't remember his name, but I just remember he had really hairy fingers. When I was putting his gloves on, I remember looking at his fingers going, they're so hairy. And for whatever reason... Like, he'd obviously been told, like, you know, my mum had rung ahead and said, you know, I'm really nervous. He was really fine. And then at the end, I said, can I have a sticker? And he went, no. Oh! No! Are you not earned a sticker? What the fuck? That did is, he have stickers? That like, is, did he have stickers? I don't know. I never got to see. <laughs> well, because if he said no and he had them, he should be executed. That is mean. Yes. And to this day, <laughs> this is so true. After that, and this is going to sound so stupid, but... I swear it is the truth. I have never been back to the dentist. What? I fucking would not go back to that dentist. Like, I mean, do you mean that dentist or the dentist? The dentist. Like any dentist. Any dentist. Your teeth are not dreadful, man. How the fuck? I brush them. <laughs> I mean, I, I actually have. I actually don't go there as that often, yeah. and mine are also well. They're a bit misshapen because I was told when I was a kid I wasn't allowed braces. But aside from that, my teeth are. I was told they're in excellent condition. Jeez. Very good. But, yeah, but no, it is surprising to think that you... Like, is that the reason that you haven't gone back, though? I think it's a, a, a combination of coming to, like, when I was 16, because I had braces when I was 16 to 18. Really? So when I had braces, like, obviously that's an orthodontist. Can you say it's the same thing now? Um, I did have teeth out of the hospital. Does that, again, count as just a dentist, like, checkup, scraping plate? Mm. Not really. But I had teeth out. That was the last time. So I had my brace off when I was 18. I got you know, guards to wear at night. So call it 20, like, I ended all, like, dental, you know, procedures, like having the guarding or anything like that. Sure. So I'm talking 11 years now, plus the probably seven years between that last visit when I was about 13. Wow. So you're talking 17, 18 years since I last went to the dentist for a a routine checkup. Fucking hell. And I blame that fucking hairy-fingered bloke who would not give me a sticker. (laughs) I mean, my uh, I ranted in the audition earlier in this episode. One of my two audition songs was "Dentist" from Little Shop of Horrors. <gasps> and if you're not super familiar, it's like, uh, so it's you'll be a dentist. You have a talent for causing things pain. Son, be a dentist. People will pay you to be inhumane. Actually, I have a talent for not giving me my sticker. You know, it's it's all about how dentists are just sucky. It's a great song. It's a uh, Little Shop of Horrors, that isn't it? Oh yeah. But people will pay you to be inhumane. And Adam knows this firsthand. Oh yeah. The refusal to give you the money. I'm I'm feeling that like. Right. Anyway, so bringing it back to the subject. So I want to know your guys' petty gripes, like mine, of childhood injustices. 
such as me not getting a sticker, <laughs> that I will sit right now and say, fuck that guy. I will double down on it saying it's still wrong. So I want to know I, yours. I have, a, I have a few lined up in my head. I have one that I think might work. Well, uh, would you like to? Go, I, I mean, I, if I have a few, I can go first. Then you can go, and then I can go again. What you're thinking? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so first one that comes to mind. I believe for this, I would have been around f- maybe thirteen or fourteen. Okay. And uh, I was in secondary school, and we just finished a maths class. And I don't want to brag, but in school, I was very good at maths. With <laughs> the best, in fact. I, I mean this objectively. On paper, I four times <laughs> six. Go. 24 on paper i was the best like <laughs> checks out and like yeah okay sorry i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna stop <laughs> i'm gonna stop just reinforcing this after the joke it was meant to be a joke that i was gonna brag on but then I'm, it's gone too far anyway we were walking out of the classroom and we'd just done something where i think it was like um a sort of a, a classroom exercise rather than like individual ones and i'd answered a lot of the questions right and i'd, I'd be like well done brad blah 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 so we're walking away and this girl walks up to me and she sort of walks alongside me as I as we're all exiting to go to the playground. And she said something along the lines of, um, basically, oh, you're such a twat, you're such a teacher's pet. Like, you know, the kind of things that people insult you for. Is a twat a twat, or you don't want to you? Swat. Twat. No, swat with an S. It's, it's, it's slang. Oh, swat. Yeah, swat. It's slang for being What's like... What's a swat? It's a slang for being a know-it-all. I've never, I've heard, never heard a yeah. SWAT you other than like not... a SWAT team, no. Really? Or yeah. S-W-O-T. Well, yeah, that's how you pronounce SWAT anyway. <laughs> yeah, hang on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google this. Is this specifically SWAT? No, I believe you. I've no, just no, never heard I've it. It's like SWAT team is the only like version I've known. I've always wondered if uh, like I have any slang that other people don't know. Yeah, you do. Uh, Chat shit. SWAT, SWAT, to study or work hard, yeah. <laughs> you massive SWAT. Interesting. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, this girl was calling me a SWAT, and she was saying that I was this teacher's pet, etc., and she went, I bet you love maths, don't you? I bet you love it. And I replied with, just because I'm good at something doesn't mean I enjoy it. I hope you delivered it with that exact cadence, too. It's Very... like she, she's taking the piss out of you and you're like, <laughs> just because I, you know, I'm suave as balls. <laughs> I, like, I, uh, I delivered this line thinking in my head that I had, this is the, the coup de grace. She tried to insult me and I came back with what I thought was a beautiful counter. I delivered it perfectly and there was nothing she could do. But she saw, she laughed it off and walked away. Okay. And I have remembered that moment for since that for the, my entire life because I felt like I won that encounter and yet she walked away thinking she won. You did. Oh Yeah, I know I did. <laughs> like my response was better than her. Like she was just calling me the generic insult and I was like, no, 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 no. I think you'll find... That just, that just because the subject is one that I am talented at does not mean that my enjoyment of it is any higher than yours. And I was like, done. Done and dusted. Sorted. I mean, I'm not asking you to dox her, but do you know how she's doing nowadays? Is she as big famous as you? Or is she, uh... <laughs> I, I don't know. I imagine she's doing fine. Like, I, I don't, the thing is, I don't hold any animosity against her. It's this in, image of her in my head. Yeah. I can still see her face turning her nose up at me because she's like... Yeah, no, you just you, you think you're better than everyone else, and consider the response. I guess I probably did, oh. but it does still annoy me to this day. Hundred percent, you've got a voodoo dollar at your house right now, <laughs> sticking pins in it. That's what that was. I wondered what it was. No, no, man, that that, that was just a gift I was going to give to somebody. I just I'm taking the the like placeholder pins out yet. Oh, uh, yeah, like there's so many things like that from my past where. I like I hold on to them because I don't remember a lot of the good stuff. I always hold on to the stuff that annoyed me because 
like they're the kind of things where you ruminate over them for days. Like you never stop thinking about what you could have said or what you could have done oh, or what you yeah. think you said or what you think you did. No, they keep you up at night. Yeah, that's why this is like 15, 16 years later and I still remember her face. And that's the part that annoys me. Because she thought she would. So I, I just, I've, I, got, I've got a few of those. Uh, As a referee, again, I can't let my uh, feelings too known at this time. But yes, <laughs> keep thank you for your story. Oh, right. okay. Right, so there, it's like tennis. We're now Brad shot over the net. It's now Tom's turn to... Send it one back. All right. So what I'm going to say is I'm torn between two stories. Well, you're going to get a chance to do both. Yeah, true. I would say, and we were talking about a Johnny Depp trial earlier, I tried to buy a PC version of the Pirates of the Caribbean game when like the first one was just coming out, and I think I was about 12. But the PC version of the game was about a 12, and they refused the service on the fucker. It's not a super interesting story. But we went up to the counter, as me and my mate were both about 12, and this had a 12 sticker on it. But weirdly, 12-year-olds don't have ID that prove they're 12. <laughs> Drinking game. Drink, do a shot every time it says 12. <laughs> anyway, we couldn't prove that we were 12 for this game that was a 12. So as we were 12-year-olds, we couldn't prove we were 12. They just refused to sell us it. And uh, I didn't get to play Pirates of the Caribbean on PC on my early 2000s PC. So, I was big sad, but <laughs> that game was cl- clearly a pile of shit. It must have been garbage. I've been tempted to download it now and just see what it would have been, but we just saw the back of the box and we thought it looked cool. And you're just like, "Oh, it's pirates, man!" It's like, "Yeah, it's cool." So like, yeah, try and buy it. And we're at Morrison's, Doncaster, shouting you out. They wouldn't service it. I couldn't prove I was over twelve. Injustice. Yeah, that's bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I've tallied the score for that one. Alright. Brad, do you have a rebuttal? Uh, yeah, like, I, the thing is, I can't remember if I've told this story before. Have I told you guys the story about my Infinity staff? I've, I've, you've mentioned it. I don't know if there's a story attached. I, I guess I'll tell it in this podcast episode, and if it happens to have come up before, somebody can let me know. So, I, uh, when I was younger, I used to go to like the local football fields with a, gr- a group of my friends to play football, obviously, but we also used to hang out in the area between there and near the beach, because I come from an island. So we were surrounded by a beach, we used to hang out on the beach. Um, There were not too many trees around that place, but there were a few areas. And one time when we were wandering through one of these, I found what I consider to be the greatest stick I have ever found. Uh, This thing was like, it was like a Gandalf staff, because it was the perfect height where you could hold it in front of you, and it would be like proper staff size. It was almost perfectly straight, and had like nobles in all the right places. And on the top, it's split off into two sticks that wove into an infinity symbol. Like, this thing could have been designed by Tolkien, and I would have believed it. Because it was like, it was, it was perfect, it was beautiful. And I found the stick, and I used to like, like um, you know, walking around with sticks when I was a kid. We all did. Uh, so, immediately I was like, I need to protect my stick. But the problem was, everybody knew I'd found it, because I was suddenly walking around with the best stick in the world. So I kept finding new places to stash it, and eventually I found what I thought was the best place. There was a bush on the way to the beach from these football fields. It was a lawn bush, so that it was always like noticeable, recognisable. So what I would do is, whenever I um, didn't want anyone to find the stick, I would wander away from the group to this bush, which was carefully hidden by like raised ground on most sides, and I would slip the stick into the bush, and... Obviously, when I would come out again, I would go back to the bush and I would find the stick and I would once again walk around proudly with my staff. 
I showed one person, one person, my hiding place because they happened to be with me. I was talking to them and I was like, I'm going to get my stick. They was like, can I come with me? Can I come with you? I trusted them. It was a mistake. I went there again afterwards and my stick was gone. It was gone, I tell you. It was stolen. And I, I confronted this person afterwards and they said they never took it. But they were the only person who knew where my stick was. And to this day, I still wonder whether they stole it or the plant, the, like the bush got too overgrown. I couldn't find it anymore. Like, it just, it bugs me that I lost that stick. And the thing is, hello? <laughs> Please tell me you heard my story. Right, I'm recording again, but it failed for a while. I uh, I'm going to be able to pick it up. But my god, this stick and this bush, like, yeah, I, I was fucking creasing, man. <laughs> I I have been sat struggling because you've kept wearing this stick and this bush, and I put my stick in the bush. <laughs> and this stick was incredible, and all my friends loved this stick. And you guys, I you guys making fun of my? Yeah, I slipped my stick into the bush. <laughs> I, yeah, no, no, I only showed one person my stick. Please, it was like, a private I only separate. showed one Gen- person genu- my stick. Genuinely. <laughs> Genuinely, none of this crossed my mind at any point, and it's ha, actually bothering me that you're making fun of my this story. Dick. Because I, I no, because I love this stick. Like genuinely, I love I this stick. Brad Rollinson, twenty twenty two. Stop it! <laughs> stop it! No, I love this stick. Yeah, I don't. It, yeah, it, I knew. I knew you were saying stick. It just sounded yeah, like I, I was creasing, and then I noticed I wasn't lighting up. I'm like, am I still here? I'm not still here. I've lost about five minutes of recording of me, but I was just giggling. I'm, I'm genuinely slightly upset that you're making fun of my. I'm story. not making fun, man. It's just it. It sounds funny because you're saying this dick. But I'm not. I'm saying this stick. And all my friends you know what, love this stick. I, I, sh- I don't show this stick to many people. I wish but when I do show this stick to people, they love. It. I wish I'd re. I wish I told it saying this staff, like this staff and this shrub, so that <laughs> yeah, you guys could have made fun of it. That, that would have solved all the problems. <laughs> yeah, they stole my staff. Yeah, they and, stole my dick. And like when um, when Harry Potter first came out, I remember I spent ages looking for a very straight stick to use as a wand. <clears throat> this is really not. This is really not helping. <laughs> A very, a very straight <clears throat> stick to use as a wand. I think your and S cancelling is really failing you. It took, it took me stick. It took me a long time to find one, and I eventually found one. <laughs> I can hear it now. I can yeah. hear it before I yeah. even say it. Exactly. Ah, I found a really straight fifteen-inch stick, <laughs> and I. Because when, when you know, obviously Harry Potter ones, there's like the length varies between like they say like eight inches through to um, like <laughs> through to twelve inches, and I was like, I because I always like the idea of having a longer wand, so I spent ages looking for one that was perfectly straight, so that I could so that I could carve it into my own wand. So I found this fifteen inch stick. And I don't know what happened to that one because it was in my house for a while and it wasn't. And I, I bet my mum threw it out. No, no, no. Out. Don't bring your mum into this. What? <laughs> my mum got hold of my stick and got rid of it. You, you can hear how it sounds now. Don't bring your mum into this. <sighs> she listens to these podcasts. She'll find it hilarious. If she sends me a message now saying, yeah, I threw your stick out, I'm going to be so annoyed. <laughs> well, that's where it went. The infinity stick. It's like I recently quizzed her on whether or not she got rid of my assassin's guide and she says she never doesn't remember. Sorry. Your assassin's guide? Yeah, I downloaded this booklet off. You know those um those like websites that those um, apps used to download, like you know like iMesh and uh, uh, what was it called? The one that everyone used, um, LimeWire. Like oh, we used to download. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was one of those. I downloaded this thing that was like a PDF on how to 
uh, how to like actually kill people. Because I was a kid and I was like edgy. And this is, where, this is also where I found the how to have sex with dogs ones, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> was that with your stick? Or... <laughs> Leave my stick alone. So, um, yeah, and uh, this one about like how to kill people, I thought it was cool and edgy because I had this document. And then it disappeared. And I always thought that my mum would delete it because she found it and was like, what the fuck is this kid looking well, at? Well, I don't want my Braddy Brad killing people. I must delete this. It's all my mum has never called me Braddy Brad in my fucking life. I've chatted with your <laughs> mum on Twitch chat. So, you know, we, we, we type. Hey, Brad's mum. It's me again. Don't, don't click at my mum. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm going to end this story there before you guys ruin it any further for me. I'm glad you started to hear that this dick and this bush and... It wasn't that, it was the fact that I knew I was about to mention a 15-inch one, and I knew that you'd start laughing. I, it, it's, it's hard. Should not, don't. <laughs> ah, come on, give me some stiff competition. Right, well, I've got Brad has done three stories, Tommy, you've done two, so you've got one in hand, if you would like to send your second story that you said you had lined up. I'm torn between two again. You can do both. <laughs> it was fucking like Hydra head stories. Every time you tell one, another one appears in its place. So I don't know if it's... It, it was bollocks to me at the time when I was 11. But I reckon it's still bollocks. I was trying to get in to see a film. I forget which film it was, but it was rated 12A, which for those international listeners is 12 or you're allowed to get in younger than that with a parent or guardian or you know to but i was 11 and i was trying to go see a 12a rated film i can't remember what it would have been at this time but i tried to get in so oh yeah um two tickets please oh, yeah me for a mate so yeah sure like, okay um you got any id like well no it's like oh, can you prove yourself oh yeah I've, I've got a bus pass and i handed them my bus pass and it was an under 12s bus pass which i didn't realize at the time i just i knew it was my face on a card that's oh, I'm old enough to have a bus pass it must be like ID in itself I tried to prove I had ID with a bus pass that proved I was under 12 and that was me being dumb and I hated myself for it and that was more the theme I mean are you, are, are you are you willing to double down that that was an injustice I feel like it wouldn't have mattered the one I'm going to go really ham on though is the other one I was thinking of I used to go to Ireland as a kid quite a lot with my family. We used to go around the coast of like Dublin and uh, the whole the, the whole southern Ireland really. But I used to like climb around on rocks and shit and I used to you know go exploring and my granddad would always be like, okay, yeah, that's cool. And my dad would always be panicking saying, hey, why are you doing that? Don't climb on that. And my granddad would always come back with, well, Tom, is it sensible? It's like, yeah. It's like, are you going to get hurt? It's like, no. It's all... Crack on, then. Whereas my old man would be like, never, like, oh, no, don't climb on that, you fall off. No, don't do this, you fall off. It's like, like, well, I'd never do anything dumb. But it seemed like such an injustice that he would just judge that I couldn't do this shit. I would never make a dumb decision. If something was going to be dangerous, I would never do it. But if I was going to do it, I would, you know, risk assess it in my head beforehand, even at 12 or whatever. It made no sense at the time, and it makes no sense now, Your Honor. (laughs) Your Honor. Okay. Too much trial. So I, I would comment, but I actually stopped listening because I was trying to think of another one because I was expecting it to wow. come back to me. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I have a few ideas, but I was trying to think of something like really bad, and then I realised that I hadn't heard your story. So um, insert generic response. <laughs> Good story, Tom. Nice. Right. Well, Tom's done four stories. You've done three, Brad. So you do you want? Do you want the final story of the day? 
Yeah, uh, Tom, feel free not to listen because I feel kind of rude for not having heard yours. <laughs> <laughs> At least when I listen to the podcast back, it'll, no, but it'll, like it'll make it. it less interesting when we argue over who's won, though, because you won't know why you're arguing. I, I'll still argue, man. Like I don't need to know any. I, I don't need to know the truth. <laughs> I can still argue. Crack on, oh, buddy. I'm, I'm like Rottenborn. I can, I can argue convincingly without any facts. Way to date the episode. That was weeks ago, <laughs> Brad. Weeks ago. Ah, oh, it's fine. Right. Uh, well, no, the one I was thinking of. So the thing is, the actual issue with this, I don't think is petty. But I think my response may be, and you guys are probably aware of this story because this is actually a huge part of my life. And this is how um, basically my entire future was decided because one of my teachers was an ass. Uh, so I, I, I just sort of summarise this. Pulling out the big guns. Okay. I, I was, as I mentioned earlier, the uh, I was quite a high achiever in school. And um, I was sort of torn between the academic side of things and the fact that I really enjoyed making films and doing editing and making visual effects stuff. Because when I was in my later years of school, I was it was a conflict between these two things. Sure. And in my last year of uh, school, while we were at the point where we were choosing what we were going to be doing in college, I was participating in a talent show. And originally, I was only supposed to be doing a lit, like a, a small role in it. I think I was doing like one of the songs. But the person running the show heard me sing and thought that they, like, basically they, they were impressed with the singing and put me as, like, the lead, like, singer in a particular song at the end of the show. They were like, we're going to highlight you because you're a great singer. And obviously I was quite happy with this. I was quite proud of that. Yeah, of course. Um, and after the show, uh, I found out that a bunch of the other guys who had also been in the show with me had been offered a place in this person who was running the show's um, like theatre school, they've been offered a chance to go and like sort of uh, see if they had what it takes to be part of this school, and uh, I hadn't been given this offer, and I was really offended and I was really confused because I couldn't understand why I would have been chosen to do like the solo bit, but then not been given the same offer as everybody else. And I went and asked them up front. I said I was I really I don't like what have I done wrong? Why why haven't I been given the same offer? And she said, well, I wanted to give it to you. Like you were the top choice for this. But one of your teachers told me not to because uh, you're. she said you're a very high achiever and she's expecting you to go on to do something like great in the world, like go on to be like a doctor or a, um, like a scientist or something. And if we give you this offer now, it might change the direction of your life and you might not go on to do these things. And obviously this really annoyed me because somebody had taken a potential future choice away from me um because they thought they knew better and that was when i decided that i was going to pursue something else in my future and so the reason i ended up doing film and the reason i went on to do that which if i'm completely honest i actually regret like i regret doing nobody got you where you are no no but i regret choosing that for education because i could have done like all the stuff i've learned editing wise and visual effects wise i taught myself Right. I could have still done that if I'd gone on to do a different career. I can guarantee you, if you'd have picked a different course, you would not be here on this podcast right now. Oh, so it would have been better then. And that's the end. <laughs> I was going to say I would have had to listen to. No, I was going to say I would have. I was going to say I wouldn't have had to listen to your stories then, but I didn't. So, <laughs> um, but that's the thing. Like, so this is like genuinely. So when we're talking about injustice from my past, like this is the thing that came up first. But I can't decide if it's petty enough because the, the fact that someone took a, like an option away from me isn't in itself petty. But the fact that it pissed me off so much that I was like, well, I'm going to do the opposite of that 
and I've now, I've now had another like what 15 years of life where I've changed the trajectory of my entire existence because this one person took away an option from me is it petty or is it like I don't know I don't know if it is I will uh, explain my opinions when we do the results oh okay uh, yeah you've been very reserved in this one Adam very just listening carefully to the stories so as we're coming to the end of this episode, um, I've kept my cards close to my chest and uh, I've got four s- stories from each of you, so thank you very much for your submissions. You're very welcome. Are we ready for a few scores? I can't wait for Brad to host next week's episode. Let's go! <laughs> okay, so in P8, um, Tom is one of your submissions, All right. which is not being able to get into the film that was a 12. It's literally like... The law. <laughs> oh, you can't really <laughs> double down on it being an injustice if you weren't old enough. I, I thought I had the swagger to get away with it. I did not. Wait, that was the story. I thought it was that you were old enough, but you didn't have ID. No, I had ID. It just wasn't old enough. Yeah. No, right. Well, I had ID clearly... proving that I was. I had an under twelve's bus pass, and I was like, "Oh, this has got my face on it." Yeah, I've got ID, love. Yeah, yeah I. <laughs> was so yeah. tuned out for this whole episode. Um, I think the stick thing has ruined me. In seventh what, place... The stick has ruined me. In seventh place is another of Tom's. Thanks. Uh, which is that he wasn't able to buy a 12 game because he didn't have ID. <laughs> I like the two of your stories are, I wasn't old enough and then I was old enough but couldn't prove it. Yeah, you, you just you can't double down on them, I'm afraid. <laughs> you asked me for childhood injustices. They rang true. All right. That will, you will double down on now as an adult that were wrong, like incorrect. They wouldn't have hurt me any. If I'd have played Paris of the Caribbean on the PC, it would have made me a worse person because it was a shit game. But the cinema one, I think, is not an injustice. The being old enough but not let, not getting it because they don't think you're old enough is an injustice. Either way, they come in seventh <laughs> and eighth place. Um, in sixth place, we have Brad's last story, just because it wasn't that petty. Uh. It was something that's happened to me where I had um, a geography teacher and she said, like, I'm going to fail my exams. Openly told me I'm going to fail my exams because I'm not putting the work in. And when I got a B at A-level, I literally walked over to her and just stuck my finger up at her and showed her <laughs> that I got a, I got I feel a B. Like, I feel like we had the same geography teacher. I'll tell that story at some point in the future. <laughs> uh, right, moving on into P5, we have the, another one from Tom where he was told off. Like, we're all told off as kids. It yeah, your safety is an adult's concern. Right. In P4, we have Brad's salt story, and this could be controversial. P4. Fourth place. Not even on the podium, Fourth. Brad. <laughs> no? Like, the thing is, a lot of glasses that I've worked with in my career are warped. Well, I mean, surely if you know that a lot of them that have been warped, then it is more petty that it annoys me, because it's a common issue. Yeah, but other people are annoyed by it. You're not the first person to point it out. You're not the first person to like start liking coffee, but here we are. <laughs> he might be one of the first people to be bothered that he now likes coffee because he has to face the people. <laughs> Last episode, let's... In uh, position three, on the podium, we have Tom's um, entry about his voice, which, yeah, I'd say that's pretty petty for the fact that as a child and throughout his entire life, his voice has been quizzed by everyone he's ever spoken to. Yeah. And no one gets annoyed but about it, apart from Tom, as he's on the receiving end. It so often. It so, hurts. yeah. And you got to admit, Adam, you got to admit, you weren't sure the first time, because it was like, Tom Kirkbride. Like, yeah, you yeah, it, did, it did take me back. Yeah. But, you know, you only <laughs> mentioned it once as a thing. It's when people bring it up more than once. It Silver medal, we have the SWAT. 
the swat. <laughs> Just for the fact that right now you are still, as much as you say, I'm, I'm not bothered, you are. It fucking still cuts at you every soon, single day. You, you wake you... up and you're like, fucking bitch. As soon fucking as you Hannah. mentioned it and I remember the story, I got annoyed. Yeah, fucking Hannah. In year four. Fuck her. I don't, I don't think it was Hannah. I think it, it was either are we, Charlotte. Are we, doxing, are we doxing Hannah or Charlotte? I'm not, I need to no, no, I'm not, not going to say like the full names. I think it was... It, it it was it was a it was a Hannah uh, no not Hannah sorry it was a Charlotte and Natalie or a Zara I think but I'm not even hundred percent sure who it was it could have been anyone in my class but well then, if you're listening fuck you Brad is a treasure they're not it. listening they might be they, they, those people have not thought about me a day in their lives since I left that school but if you search your name on Spotify this does come up why have you been searching me on Spotify you weird because I love you oh get out. And then bringing on to the gold medal, the unrivaled story in today's episode is Brad's big stick. I will host one day. <laughs> one day. I, I mean, the thing is, right, I'm happy for the win, but yeah. that story's not petty. Someone stole my stick. Yeah, you'd that's all, pretty you'd, petty. You'd all be annoyed if you had the perfect stick and someone stole it. Yeah, but we didn't. You did. <laughs> but you would be. That's the point. Either way, Brad, <laughs> you cannot tell me, and when Tom hosts, you cannot tell Tom how we judge things. Yeah. You have to live with the answers, and the answers are that you are today's winner. Thank you for the when Tom hosts, and not the if Tom hosts, by the way. You'll get there. <laughs> I mean, we're only doing ten episodes, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, so it is. dwindling. It is currently 2-2 two, two to me and Brad. Yeah. <laughs> I like complaining about the way other people grade things, though, because it's a system they've made up themselves that everyone gets super annoyed about it. Brad, sum up today's win in one word. Go. Stick. <laughs> <sighs> I miss that stick.